Hi there, and welcome to Musings of a High Achiever. I'm Mackie, and this is the podcast for high achievers who are interested in exploring their mindset and conditioning. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to have a discussion about limiting beliefs today. Now, limiting beliefs, the concept of limiting beliefs, obviously not a brand new concept. It's one that's been around for a really long time and has really been popularized, or and I should maybe say more, brought into the mainstream conversation um, really through a lot of focus and attention on the law of attraction as the law of attraction really emphasizes this idea that whatever it is that you believe is what is reflected in your reality which is not wrong by any stretch at all even if that's not something that you believe in what i'm going to talk about today will help you to see the way that limiting beliefs are in operation in your life on a daily basis some of which you may be highly aware of, and some which are probably a little bit sneakier and it's going to take some very conscious awareness and attunement to see the way that the beliefs you have are impacting the way that you live your life on a daily basis. And I always want to be very clear when I talk about these topics, I have been where you are, and in a lot of cases, this type of work is ongoing. I'm not done by any stretch of the imagination dealing with some of these challenges myself. But I have been focused on them for years and years at this point through my own personal work and work with others. And I feel like there are some nuggets there that I have uh, learned and gained through my own experiences and the experiences of working with others that will be helpful to you on your journey. Let's just start by defining limiting beliefs so that you have a framework as we talk through this. Limiting beliefs are the thoughts that keep you from moving forward by diminishing what you believe you're capable of. It's really that simple. Any belief you have that questions your ability or capability or definitively says you do not have a capability or that you are not talented, skilled, or whatever enough to move in a particular direction is a belief that limits you from taking steps in the direction of something that you may really want and that you may be really good at. I'll give you a few examples just to set the stage and make it easier to access this if it's not something that you're super familiar with. Here are some really common types of limiting beliefs that that people experience and that you may not even really recognize as a limiting belief because you say it to yourself so frequently, but they would be thoughts or you know, mental statements like, I can't pull that off. I'm not capable of that because this is all I know. I'll never be able to fill in the blank with whatever. I never say the right thing. I don't have what it takes. I didn't finish school, so those opportunities aren't available to me. All of those are examples of limiting beliefs. What they all boil down to, especially in the examples that I just gave you, are essentially some version of, I am not enough. I am not enough to fill in the blank. It can be whatever it is that you think of that you want to move towards, that your ego, which is really what this is, pipes up with some kind of statement around why that's not possible for you. There is another version of limiting beliefs that I want you to be aware of as well. So that first set was about you personally and what you believe you are capable of or not capable of. There's also a set of beliefs around what we believe about the world that also limits our ability to move forward. So those could be thoughts like, the world is a terrible place, it's full of corruption, people are liars, it's scary to go out in public because you never know what could happen. 
the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Everything is a part of a greed machinery. It's all falling apart. It gets worse every single day. There's not enough of whatever, fill in the blank to go around. So that's more of a theme of there is not enough. There's not enough in the world for fill in the blank, right? So the first version was about you personally and where you believe you fall short. And the second set of beliefs or the parallel set of beliefs, I should say, is about what you believe the world will support and what it's capable of. Either way, and and many of us, you know, we have both. We have a little bit of both that we need to be really aware of. But what the the problem with both of those is that even as I'm talking through this, I'm sure you can see that this creates a real sense of defeatism and despair. And in some scenarios, even worse, extremism. Anytime you may have a thought about something you'd like to do, you slam the door in your own face by telling you why you're not capable of it and why where you fall short. When you look at the world, if you see it through this darker lens, that can also create despair and defeatism around the state of the world, right? Where are we going? What's happening? What's really possible? Is there any point? This is all going to hell in a handbasket, et cetera, et cetera, right? And that's the type of, you know, unfortunately, thought that leads to extremist beliefs as well, which we're not really going to get into too much here. But I want to illustrate how these are belief systems that we have. And in many cases, they are falsely amplified in the first case, by our own brains and our own minds and this kind of cyclical nature of the way that we think and the way that we can spiral negatively very, very quickly. And then on the other side, from a worldview perspective, by what we're being fed, right, through our consumption of social media or the news or other things, you know, some of which has nuggets of truth in it. I'm not, you know, I'm definitely not somebody who's saying that that we should not be tuned into what's happening in the world. But there is for sure a negative cast to the things that are amplified and repeated over and over again. Because unfortunately for us as human beings, like we just, we're attracted to things that suck. Like, <laughs> I mean, we just kind of are. Like, we're like, oh my God, did you see what happened? And holy shit, I can't believe blah, 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 whatever it is. The systems that feed us that information know that they can literally profit off of the amplification of those messages, okay? So there is that reality. At the same time, there are plenty of amazing, good, great things that are happening on a daily basis that you're that are never going to be amplified and that are not going to be fed to you because there's no profit to be had in those in those spaces so it's important to keep your perspective and to always be critical in your thinking about like yeah if i just sit here and consume the things that are being amplified it's probably going to put me in kind of a dark and despairing place because yes those things are actually happening in the world but they're not the only things that are happening in the world right and you're not getting a balanced picture the same thing has happened for you as an individual where your mind gets very fixated on a way of thinking and a way of operating and that tends to be your operating system so you're not appreciating the places where you're really good at something where you have a lot of skill or talent or someone's reflecting back to you like you're so good at this or i you know i wish i was like you when it comes to this thing we don't really we dismiss a lot of that in favor of the things that we think are wrong It's just the way that it is. That's why it's so important to focus in a very conscious way on this kind of 
thought so that you can begin to shift it in a way that will serve you much better. Ideally, what you can strive for is to strike a balance between being grounded in reality. You know, there are some things in the world that are absolute shit shows. Maybe there's some things about your life that you're really not okay with. That's okay. Being grounded in that reality without being in pessimistic despair, being able to be grounded in that reality and have some optimism at the same time is really the ideal place to be because we live in the real world. It's important for us to be aware and to do our part to make it better. At the same time, going around feeling complete despair and defeat over what's happening in your own life if it's not where you want it to be or what's happening in the world because it's not the way that we want it to be is not going to change anything, okay? So the more empowered we are to feel like the way that we show up in our beliefs and the way that we show up for ourselves first can make a positive impact outside of us is an absolutely true thing, okay? I will never, ever advocate for toxic positivity in anything that I do. We cannot ignore reality. We cannot act like those things are not happening. But if it's bad for your mental health to be really engaged in certain things that are bringing you down, you need to cut it off. You know, there are ways to get what you need and, and do it on your own terms rather than being in a place of feeling like you have to consume everything because otherwise you're being detached from reality, okay? So that's probably a topic for another time. Excuse the little rant there. So let's get back on topic with some limiting beliefs. I'm gonna share some of my personal limiting beliefs with you that I recognized you know, when I started doing this work that were pretty eye-opening for me to be aware of. So when I was in my corporate experience and I thought, you know, I this isn't for me, I've got to get out of here. The first things that would come into my head were just not supportive in any way. They were things like, this is all I know. I'm limited to this field. No matter what change I try to make, it's going to have to be something that's aligned to this in some way. If I had thoughts like maybe I could do something on my own, you know, I would immediately think I don't have what it takes to work for myself. I also am afraid that people are just going to see through me and believe that what I have to say is a bunch of bullshit and it's not actually a value. No one's going to want what I have to offer. I don't have status. If I don't have status, then I'm just going to become insignificant. At least one of the things I have here is, you know, and I'm here referring to my corporate job was that I've established myself as somebody who's credible and has respect and all that kind of stuff, etc. If I leave, I'm going to have to start over and and no one's going to think I have anything worthy to say because I'm nobody. And definitely many versions of the thought, I'm not going to be able to make money, the kind of money that I'm making now if I leave. As you can see, as we talked about earlier, these are all the I am not enough types of thoughts. And, you know, the funny thing was, as I dug into them, they were kind of, I mean, basic, for lack of a better term, kind of unflattering to think of just how basic and like egocentric they really were, to be honest. I mean, they were all really concerned with being like small, unseen, unheard. The way that they would come up was as if they were just facts, right? And that's one of the dangers of limiting beliefs. They are so embedded in the way that we think about life that we never stop to question them. Like when my brain would pop up with, well, you can't do that. I was just like, yeah, you're right. I can't do that. Right? Like, no, 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 no. We don't just blindly accept some bullshit that's being fed to us, even if it's being fed to us by our own minds. And what I had to do in that, in that space when I was trying to be really attuned to this was to ask like, eh, is that actually a true thing? Is it a fact? 
am I, do I have quote proof that that's the case? Honestly, like, what are the things that I'm even thinking? Like, are they like weirdly insignificant? I mean, <laughs> and in a lot of these, you know, yeah, they're real fear. They're obviously all fear-based. I mean, that's what limiting beliefs are. But at the same time, they're sort of dumb. Like I'd never done or tried any of the things that I was contemplating. And yet I was shutting myself down as if those limiting beliefs were facts that were going to play out. And therefore there was no point in even trying to do something different. It's really important to begin to question yourself. And I, I mean this in the nicest way possible. Like you're a special snowflake. Absolutely. Everybody is unique and has their own skills and talents and is amazing and, and is like a fingerprint, right? There's nobody else in the world like you. You're really special. And at the same time, you're not that special. <laughs> and I can't think of another way to say it. It's basically like the magnification of what you think is true about you or what is really, really important really isn't that important in the grand scheme of things. Like it's all really important on the stage in your mind, but it's not it's just not, it's not that special or that unique or, you know, really compelling uh, when you take a larger perspective. So one of the things that I would do was I was super tuned in. And every time I had a thought like that, and I got really, really into journaling, I was just going through some stuff the other day. And to tell you that I have filled up no less than like 20 notebooks in the last few years with just rambles and thoughts and ideas and whatever is not an exaggeration. Journaling can be really, really powerful as you're going through these exercises. But as I would know a thought, I would be super tuned in and I was very aware of what was coming into my head and I would fact check myself and say, eh, is that even a true thing? And then I would respond to whatever that thought was with like, that's so stupid or so what? Or, you know, that's not even true. And even if it was, who cares? It doesn't even really matter. So really having a response to the kinds of limiting beliefs that pop up for you repeatedly is really important. Otherwise, what you do is you treat that limiting belief as if it's a fact, and it will keep you from moving forward in a positive direction. Let's do a thought exercise now. First, what I would recommend you do is be really tuned in, especially if you have some things that you'd like to do. It could be anything, right? Maybe it's you want to go for a promotion. Maybe it's you've thought about starting your own business. Maybe you want to create something. Maybe you want to have a side hustle, whatever it is. When you think about that thing that you want to do, pay close attention to what it is that pops up in terms of any kind of limiting beliefs you may have and write it down. Don't judge it. We all have these. What you're doing is taking inventory of where you're at. That's it. Look at the thought you know, try to categorize it. Is this about me and what, where I think I fall short? Is this about how I think the world is a terrible place? How can I flip the narrative on this particular thought in a way that's more supportive of where I want to go? So for right now, it's basically take inventory, look at those limiting beliefs, look at the ones that show up repeatedly, because some of them will be real sticky, right? They'll, they'll show up a lot, a lot, a lot, and you'll be able to very clearly see them. You won't be able to unsee them in a lot of cases. But just so you know, and so that you can be aware when it pops up so that you can start to do this thing where you're taking the, the power back from the narrative in your mind that's keeping you from doing something you want to do. And you're saying, no, you know, I don't even that's not even true. That's not even really that significant. I don't have any proof that that's the case. And just kind of level set in something that's a little bit more realistic for you. 
To refer back to what I said earlier about how a lot of the limiting belief conversation has become more prominent as the law of attraction has become more of a, you know, common framework really for operating in life for a lot of people. And this concept that the way you think creates your reality is really important to look at. And I want to take you through a little bit of an exercise so that you can see where that may be happening for you in your life. And we're going to pick, like, I'm going to pick some stuff that's pretty basic just to illustrate the point, And then you can expand on that for your own life and your own experience. I want to use an, a social example because um, <laughs> I have had just the most, some of the most amazing people that I've gotten to work with. But I find it so fascinating when these like really smart, talented, fascinating people think that they're not interesting. And generally that translates into an absolute dread of networking events. Okay. So I think this, this might be relatable for a lot of people. And what it tends to come down to, I have found is that these people have this belief about themselves that they're just not interesting. Therefore, they feel really awkward when they go into social gatherings because they're so concerned that they're not going to be able to come up with something engaging. They're not going to know the right thing to say. It's going to be super awkward. And basically what they're going to do is leave a bad impression rather than a good impression. (laughs) And I get it. Like there's lots of nuance to social interactions and I'm not suggesting that it's this simplistic, but this is a good illustrative concept. So let's say you have the belief that you're not interesting or this person, this hypothetical person thinks I'm not interesting. This is my limiting belief. So the thought that may come up when there's a social gathering is, oh, you know, here's this work party thing that I need to go to. And then they spiral into the worry and anxiety of that. I dread social gatherings. What if I say the wrong thing? What if I'm dull? What if people are bored and they're too polite to walk away? You know, all the spiral that we just referred to of the negative thinking. So that limiting belief of not being interesting and then the dread spiral that ensues mentally can create a pattern of avoiding social interaction. This person now wants to avoid social interactions because they don't have a lot of confidence about how they're going to come across or that that interaction with people. And then what that does is create a situation where people may not engage them as often because now those people have this belief that, well, so-and-so doesn't like to be social, therefore I'm going to leave them alone. And you can see how now this limiting belief of I am not interesting is creating this external reality of being socially isolated. And they don't and they see that as proof that their belief is correct. So if I believe I'm not interesting and I do all these things that basically create a pattern of withdrawing or avoiding social interaction, and then people stay away from me, I think they're staying away from me because I'm not interesting. What I'm not seeing is that my own pattern of thought and behaviors is creating a situation where people feel like they're doing me a favor by avoiding me. So this is like a really great example of that limiting belief you have is creating this reality of being socially isolated because people think you want to be left alone. They're not confirming that you're not interesting. They think that you want to be left alone. And that's so that's what's happening. So the real to cut out all the middle pieces, it's basically I am not interesting equals I'm isolated. 
And it's really because I'm isolating myself, though I'm choosing to see it as I'm isolated because I'm not interesting. If you can get into your limiting beliefs and dive a little further in after you're attuned to what's coming up and you think about, okay, well, when I worry that this is true about me, how is that showing up in a pattern? So in my personal example, one of the things I had mentioned when I thought about leaving my corporate job was that I really believed I was very limited to the field that I was in because I had spent so much time there and it was the only place where I felt like I had, quote, proven my expertise. And the thought of leaving that would always trigger, you can't do that. You're limited to this. No one is going to want to hear what you have to say. That's your own stuff. Like, it's just not a possibility. And also, you don't have what it takes to work for yourself. Okay, these were all my thoughts. What that led to for me was spending way too much time in that space of feeling like I really desperately needed a change and also completely stuck because every time I wanted to make a change or take a step in that direction, I shot myself down. It's always interesting to me to reflect back on that period because, you know, I had a a 13 year career in my in my corporate environment. And when I'm really honest with myself, it was about halfway through that that I recognized I wasn't in the right place. It took me that long to get out of there because of this challenge of the things that I believed were going to hold me back. Identifying how these things come up for you and where they're holding you back and it's not just professional, okay? This is in relationships. This is in the context of people pleasing. You know, if I say no, this person's not going to be my friend. If I say no, this opportunity is going to go away. If I don't like hanging out with these people, they drain me. But if I don't hang out with them, I'm going to have nobody and I'm going to be alone, right? These are all limiting beliefs. They, They extend to relationships, to the way that you interact with your kids, with your social network, with your family members, with your work. I mean, it's it's all encompassing. So don't limit where you're observing the limiting beliefs. And now like everything else I've, I've talked about through these episodes, you know, what's what's kind of awesome about personal development, even though it's kind of gross and yucky and uncomfortable in a lot of ways, especially at these stages, is that at, the more attuned you become to what's going on inside your mind, the more and more clear it becomes that what you think is really like a whole bunch of different things at play, a lot of your limiting beliefs are going to come down to the same core few challenges even though they're going to show up in different areas. And that is actually great because then you have this ability to do cleanup on multiple aisles, right? Even though it doesn't feel that way when you're focusing on it in the moment because you're thinking, well, this is really a challenge for me in my professional life. And then you see, well, it's actually kind of a challenge for me interpersonally because some of these same things keep me from saying what I really believe And as you start doing that in one area of your life, you sort of naturally start to clean up some leakiness or some blocks in various areas because they're also related to one another. So try not to get overwhelmed is basically what I'm saying. So look at that voice in your head. Look at your relationships. Uh, Look at how you think about yourself professionally uh, inside your network, whether that's personal or professional, wherever it is. Maybe it's about your health and your fitness and and other and things like that. You know, you if you're telling yourself I would like to get healthier but you know insert limiting belief here, look at that. Look at that and examine it and really be truthful with yourself about when you haven't gotten the results that you wanted and whether or not 
you maybe gave up too soon on something or you didn't see through a really difficult conversation with someone because it got really uncomfortable. Like where are you acting as your own brakes in your forward movement by backing off of something or deciding because of those limiting beliefs, there's no point to doing this because it's not going to work. So even though I've taken two steps forward, now I'm just going to stop and I'm not going to see this through. So let's wrap this up. Let me summarize with a couple things here at the end. Really important to be conscious. All this has been happening in your head and in your energy without you really being consciously aware of it. So so wake up and be conscious and be very attuned to what's happening inside of your own mind so that you can see clearly this is something that's getting in my way. This is creating some self-sabotage. I need to shift it. Interrupt those patterns or those thoughts with a mental statement, like I mentioned earlier, question it, be like, that's not even true. Or, you know, that's dumb. That's not a real thing. Actually, I can't say that I'm not capable of something because I haven't tried yet, right? Whatever it takes, some kind of response, something that's going to interrupt that cycle from just being on repeat all the time without any kind of intervention. And ultimately, remember that the pattern as suck as it is, is happening for you, okay? It's not happening to you, it's happening for you. And this is just so critically important. You cannot bypass the process of making real change. Patterns exist because until we break them, they are not going anywhere. They're just not, they're not gonna go anywhere. So when an annoying thing keeps coming to your awareness and you're like, Dude, I'm so done with this. That's exactly when it's important to sit down and go, all right, I see you. You want me to address you. This needs to be, a, you know, I need to do something about this once and for all because I want this to be done and out of my energy. I don't want to have this experience anymore. You have the power to do that. You actually do have the power. And it's literally by being conscious, interrupting those patterns, replacing those thoughts with something that is more supportive and being willing to take the driver's seat of you being the person with the power to make that change. I hope this was helpful to you. Thank you so much for sticking it out and listening for this long if you're still here. Please share this with others who you think may need to do some of this work in their own lives. And if you like content like this, you can always check out my book. The link is in the description below because it goes really in depth into a lot of the things that I talk about here on uh, the podcast. And I will talk with you again soon.